Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? I've been listening to a podcast recently, and that's the best intro in podcasting. You're, Hands down. Yeah, it's pretty not too bad. I, I basically, it's an amalgamation of Good Morning Vietnam and... <laughs> God, it is a little bit. I never noticed. I don't know where... I don't know... I remember it started organically, and I just started doing it. Yeah, it just happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And then Best I Best intro, hands down, podcasting. The great nickname, the Lord of Hosts, and you got the great nickname, the Interrupter. Just, I let you do that. All right. Because you were getting all butthurt at the beginning of the podcast. After every episode, so I back, gave you that one. You can one. go back and listen to how hard you resisted for multiple episodes. <laughs> and then I gave you that. <laughs> go back and watch episode... That's a great thing about these fucking arguments that we have, at least on mic. The recorded? We can go back and find out who was actually right. Jamie, look at the episode where Caleb admitted... <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> where he admitted he was going to murder a cat. Oh, dog. A puppy. By, a yeah. puppy. Shit. Okay. I, that's I'm, we're not getting into that. How's <laughs> See, your... look, he's mad again already. Because you didn't, you keep think, say, like walking away, like you claim victory and just put your hands up. I did claim victory. That's going up on the YouTube. It doesn't matter. You're such a douche. Uh, did you have a good week, Kyle? It is on the YouTube. Rather, I'll put it on the Instagram. Did anything happen to you that's interesting? At I all? can't not stop thinking about me putting this up on YouTube and just proving this on is... Instagram me proving you right once again. I've heard it. I've heard yeah, I know. the clip. And you need a general consensus. Okay. You're, Moving you're on. I don't know, man. I've been I've been I've been a hermit this week. Yeah. Just depressed, skipping everything. Nice. Trying to get my shit together though. Yeah, being depressed, it's real good to stay indoors when you're depressed. Yeah, it's not, but I did. <laughs> yeah. So for like 4 days in a row Dude, I was like eating once Are you a sad, day too. Kyle, not anymore. A Better seasonal, now. a seasonal affective disorder. I get like three day depressions <laughs> yeah. when I put myself in them. Yeah, with either drugs or alcohol, usually combined yeah. with a bunch of dumb shit I did. And uh, they only really last for three days, but those three days are brutal. Kyle, <laughs> that's what I do, mm-hmm. and except I induce it every Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> wallow in it till Monday. Yeah, say a bunch of shit that I'm going to do on Monday. Yeah, Wednesday rolls around. You know, I I did a good on Tuesday. We're, yeah, good job we're for me. Drunk on Wednesday. Hell yeah! And then that's that's the life cycle of uh, drug induced depression in my life. Yeah, I'm skipping comedy today. I skipped it yesterday just because I don't want to go. I will drink if I go to comedy today. That's the hardest thing. Like, how do you, uh, quite seriously? We get paid in alcohol eighty percent of the time right now. That so. and like, it sucks so bad if you're not drunk. Like, it's so bad most of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've definitely I've gone through stages on my like couple big runs at sobriety where like I went and I just drank coffee and you hang out and it just sucks. It, it just, does suck. It's it's not people fun. are boring. I have to drink you fun. It's yeah. your fault. I'm fun. I'm fun sober. You suck. I'm I I definitely am less fun sober. You yeah, you're for sure less fun sober. I mean, I mean, so am I. I would do all <laughs> I'm the less same fun shit, sober but too. you're just like like I would do a bubbler sober, but it's just like. But it's not like Woo! it's not fun. Yeah, it's, you're not having a good time. You're just pissing in your own mouth. <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> for a different thing that you're for doing. the mystery, Kyle. Yeah. You gotta like leave it. I know it something is. alluded to. I know you just blow. You just like because it's dumb. It's awesome. It's a it's a thing you and your friends made. Didn't even make up. Took credit for. Yeah, and then made extra rules on that I don't there's participate no ex- in. There's no extra. I don't rules. participate in. Them. It's okay. 
Whatever. Moving on. No, no, no. Not whatever. I don't participate. You're stupid. That's fine. Not allowed to do the bu- say bubbler. But it's, okay. Say what it is unless you actually piss in your own mouth. That's the best part about it, though, is building up the suspense. <laughs> yeah, but I'm never going to piss in my own mouth. That's See, that's where you have to just do it once in your life and see the people's reactions on their faces. It's totally worth it. I it's get totally, it. When you turn around after hyping it up for several hours and you turn around and everybody's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's not that it's not that I wouldn't I would hate pee in my mouth and it's not that I would hate doing it. It's that I have a shy bladder. So I had <laughs> everyone second. Well, give me give me 30, 30 seconds. Dude, everyone stop looking at that me. That happened to me at AMF when I tried to do a double <laughs> bubbler and I just some guy just peed in my mouth and I couldn't pee back. So I was just getting my mouth peed in. A different guy's piss? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. <laughs> a fan of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's way worse. Moving You're an animal. On. Maybe yeah. you should quit drinking. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have other no, dudes I, piss in your mouth anymore. Kyle, I'm aware of this. I'm but, not quitting, by the way. Just I'm not quitting at all. No. In fact, if I want a beer, I'll fucking have one right now. My point is... We should get not beers get, right We now. should get beers right now. Pause it. Okay. We're back. And we're back. We didn't have any beer in the fridge, so we had to nope, go. No, we went to the fridge. We came back with a beer I had. <laughs> and then we went Fully to the liquor store. Fridge. <laughs> fridge. Came back. Yeah, we committed to that. Kyle was like, we can't just go back on the podcast with no beer. We'll look like idiots. Yeah, and I want a beer. <laughs> Good decision all around. All right. So um, do you remember what we read about last week, Kyle? Yeah. I mean, I don't remember it. But I remember we read a whole chapter of Ruth and... We read the whole book of Ruth. Whole book of Ruth, sorry. Four chapters. And uh, her fucking bullshit. Which was a love story. I don't story really care about. Between Ruth and Boaz. And it's, I think, only in the Bible. To, every Bible story starts off with... So you want to hear a story about this guy? This is how he was conceived. <laughs> Basically, every, every Bible story starts with the parents of the person it's about. Right? Yeah. So... So you got to know everything. Yeah, so we can't just hear about King David. We need to know that his mom was a Moabite and her redeemer, kinsman redeemer, saved her and she fucking slept at his feet in the threshing floor. That was a fucking bizarre. It was a weird kind of boring story. But now we are in the book of Samuel, which I've been <laughs> hyping for yeah. two literal. This is, this is my favorite book of the Bible. It's about, you know, Saul, King Saul and King David and the, I guess, intrigue. Is this actually uh, historically accurate? Is that why you like it? I don't. I don't think so. As in, <laughs> oh, really? Well, there was a King David. There, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a King Saul. Um, some of the bat, like the, the numbers, are inflated. Obviously, they the Israelites really were at war. They talk about the size of Israel's kingdom at some point, which historians pretty much disagree with. They talk about King Solomon's temple, which is supposed to be this like massive thing, like the size of like, you know, the Roman Colosseum, which they oh, never found. Oh, bullshit! Which they, I mean, I made that up just now, but it's the biblical size of it compared to what they found. They've either found the temple and it's like ten percent, ten percent of the size, or <laughs> yeah. they never found the temple, which seems just as weird. It seems even weirder because that proves the alien theory. But it could. Well, they say it might have got destroyed in the many times. In, t- in its entirety, though? Exactly. Right? Like, Rome it's, collapsed. It's, it's and foundations. Still, everything yeah. is there. I know. I was just in Israel, and they find a lot of stuff under, like, 20 feet of dirt. So. <clears throat> you know how hard it is to pulverize every part of a building? 
To the point yeah, where you don't hand. know it was ever there? They had, I mean... Like one made of stone. Nebuchadnezzar did that, though. He, like, laid waste. It's a cool name. <laughs> it's a badass name. And the Assyrians did it to Nineveh. They literally took... Ev- no, sto- no two stones stood on each other. They salted the earth. They did it all by hand. They flooded the whole area. Like, they... You could very thoroughly destroy some things that in the ancient time as well. It's like a, a muscle-powered nuclear bomb is the way I've heard it described. On Dan Carlin's podcast, I, I couldn't help it. <laughs> I didn't listen to a word you said just now somehow. Really? I was thinking about putting up that curtain, the door, that I just spaced out. Cool. <laughs> how did they pulverize the rocks? <laughs> Doesn't matter, Kyle. <laughs> Sorry, that so, was, was really interesting. I, so, oh, really? I like Dan Carlin secondhand. It's my favorite part of the podcast. Okay, so um, this is Samuel, First <laughs> Samuel, chapter one. Um, I guess we'll just get into it. Hey, the birth of Samuel. Yeah. There was a certain man from Rath- Ramathium, a, Zuf- a Zufite from the hill country of Ephraim, whose name was Elkanah. <laughs> Elkanah. <laughs> Dude, when they split it Sounds over, like Shadana. When they split it over two lines and it's N A N A N A H, like how do you fucking read that shit? So what's what's it actually called? Elk Anaha. Elkana I don't know. You pronounce it. I, I believe you. I like a second opinion though. Elkanaha. Okay, so uh there was a certain man from Ramathium, a Zufite from the hill country of Ephraim, whose name was Elkanah, son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuf. An Ephraimite. He had two wives. One was called Hannah and the other Peniah. Peniah had children, but Hannah had none. Year after year, this man went up from his town to worship and sacrifice the Lord Almighty at Shiloh, where Hophini and Phinehas, the two sons of Eli, were priests of the Lord. Whenever the day came for Elkna to sacrifice, he would give portions of the meat to his wife, Peniah, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he gave a double portion because he loved her. Uh-huh. And, and the Lord had closed her womb. Oh, he made her barren. See, <clears throat> now that's the way the Bible say it, yeah. says it, so we're going to tell it that way. But I think oftentimes, like in practice, something would just be the way it is. And they'd say, the Lord has made you barren. Yeah. Like if you're barren. Exactly. <laughs> I know. As opposed to what? The Lord controls all that shit. I guess he? he has a vested interest in every woman. In it's either that produces. or she's like 11. <laughs> Too young. Um, and because the Lord had closed her womb, her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. Her rival is the other wife. Some bitch mocking her. So Ha-ha, you can't, <laughs> you can't you reproduce. God, God hates you. Yeah, basically. He won't give you any children. Look at my fat vag pumping out all these... Thick-headed babies. What do you got? That tight, unusual. Uh, you know, that's kind of the best of both worlds for the husband. Yeah, he's giving her double portions. He obviously likes the fat fat chicks. The fat chicks? Well, he's giving her double food. So oh. He, he likes them thick. I, <laughs> well, that's the one he's fucking. Hannah's a yeah. thick bitch. <laughs> that's the one he's fucking all the time because she doesn't have the eight kids shredded pussy like the rest of them. <laughs> shredded? <laughs> Dude, do you think they could stitch it back together like they can now? They don't like, you do have one... that. Kids tear your fucking whole vagina apart. Yeah, that just heals naturally, though. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that looks great. I'm, I'm not saying it looks. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm saying I'm it sure it's a fucking delight to, to look at after. Healing with no uh, 
antibiotic or just infections run amok. <sighs> it can't be as bad as you make it out Women to Women used to die all the time. What are you talking about? That's true. However, considering that humanity still exists and most women who have yeah. kids have more than one Dude, kid. Dude, 10% so one can fucking ten. live, you know? If 90% died, we could still have a race of people. But it's not that high. It's not that high. It's way lower than that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but the ones that don't die, can we assume catastrophic damage? No. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> sure we can. <laughs> Their pussy's so blown out, it kills them sometimes. It's in extreme. <laughs> <laughs> not, it's like fucking 10% or something. The actual, the, the child. So 90% of pussies are fine. No, blown out. They just didn't kill them. (laughs) This went on year after year. Whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Elkanah, her husband, would say to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more than you than ten sons? So he's trying to console her. She won't have any of it. Once they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now Eli the priest was sitting on a chair by the doorpost of the Lord's temple. In bitterness of the soul, Hannah wept and much prayed to the Lord. And she made a vow saying... She wants a kid? Oh, Lord, so badly, more than anything. God, why would you close my hole? (laughs) Why would you putty up my funnel so I get no respect from my wife nor husband? I mean, what do you... Are they wives too? There's, I guess they're not wives. T- no, two wives. Yeah, two- but they're not wives together. Yeah, they're both wives of the same guy. Yeah, no, but they're not like wives to each other. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say, what's the word for that? My husband's wife? Yeah, I guess. I was thinking that, too. Your I called her a wife, and I was like, that's not right, though. Your wife-in-law? She's not her wife. No, it's her husband's wife. Yeah. <laughs> You're both property. You don't... This is my husband's wife. Neither of you own each other. One of you pops out more kids, so she's like they're trophies. You'd think they'd get along... I guess you think they get along. Two women fighting for one man's attention. You think? <laughs> no. I'm... Historically, they'll get along. That's what I would want in my house. If <laughs> of I course was... you would. Yeah. Hey, have you ever seen? We have that today. They're called Mormons. Yeah. There's... Not Mormon. Is it more? Yeah, it's Mormons. Yeah. I've seen and you know what they do? Docs on they that. make them live in different fucking houses in a compound because I guess that's women the way can't live it. with each other. I guess. How that's... could that ever happen? I mean. I don't think two dudes could do it either the other way around, but I think it'd be worse, two women, one man. Well, you hear about these polyamorous relationships, but yeah, they no one's polyamorous for 40 years. There's always... No, no one's celebrating their 30 years together Ever. As, as a threesome. And by the way, the couple looking for a third, that was a last grasp. Yeah. At straws, you know? It's like, I like you, we're friends, but I'm bored of fucking you now. <laughs> so eternity sounds horrible. <laughs> To be frank, we does. need to get some young yinda chicks because I just uh, heard um, over Christmas break somebody like that I was friends of friends with proposed to two women at the same time for like a polyamorous marriage. What? Yeah, like why would you get the like? How do you say you wouldn't no one else but her the whole time? Like, I don't understand. Like how do you propose to? Why would you? How do you believe in marriage? Yeah, I know. That's what the concept of marriage in a polyamorous relationship. You are you going to get a third in? And her is that a possibility still? You know, I think is he saying no more than two? You'd write it in, like maybe if there's like a clause, 
like a prenup up to add more people. I know someone that I can't say who was in in one. They were the third person. You never want to be the third person in. They were the third person in. No, it's not good. Yeah. It was two chicks and a dude, and the dude seemed a little gay, <laughs> which is bizarre when he had two chicks. I mean, good for him. So is that weird though? It is weird. There's like a pretty butch, b- butch but hot lesbian, a feminine lesbian, and then a k- kind of gay man. It was the weirdest fucking thing. I, that adds up <clears throat> to, I think, one normal one, relationship. One normal relationship. <laughs> you got the masculine girl, the effeminate yeah. guy, and just a girl. She's half a man. He's half a man. That makes one whole man, and, and they have go- the regular woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, um, Elkna says to uh, his wife, why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I need more to you than children? And obviously that means not. Once they had finished eating and drinking at Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now Eli the priest was sitting on a chair by a doorpost of the Lord's temple. In bitterness of the soul, Hannah wept much and prayed to the Lord. And she made a vow saying, okay, again, here we are with the vows. Didn't we learn our lesson with the Benjamites? But he'll give you what you want if you promise to murder something you care about. That's not what a vow is. A vow is just a sacred promise. Yeah, you make a promise to God. But in return, if you get it, you'll murder something. That's not... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in that case, it was true. But, uh, but it's not murder is not a prerequisite. For God's that. really modern day devil in like in <laughs> pop culture. He'll give you something at great expense. Yeah, he'll give like you that thing you want. Paw. Yeah, exactly. But he'll take something that you care about away from you. So she made a vow saying, oh, Lord Almighty, if you will only look upon your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son. Then it will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life, and no razor will ever be used. One, on his one head. thing, real quick, I was just thinking about. You know, in the uh, in a, in a previous episode, I can't remember what it was. Fairly recently, when the guy promises, makes a vow, Samson, and then asks, no, asks, uh, asks God, and God tells him he has to kill the first person that comes out of his house. Oh yeah, no, he <clears throat> that was the vow. The vow was, I'll kill the first thing yeah. to walk oh, out of my Oh, he just said that. Yeah. But God made him say it, right? The Spirit, the Spirit of, of the Lord, Lord came, came up on him. So, yeah. So, God made him say that. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Do you think after it was said and done, he was like, good good call? Like, either way. I get he was sad that he had to kill his daughter. No. You don't think? I think he fucking regretted that for the rest of his life. Really? Yes. I mean, how do you live with yourself? Well, I don't... I, Abraham... As a, as a person that is alive now... You, I couldn't. I mean, she was like, she was kind of down. She was like, "All right, burn me, give me three months to run the frolic the hills and mourn myself." So there's that, like, you know, it's what she wanted, kind of, I guess, because to fulfill her father's vow. Yeah, but to I, God. I, I mean, if you're thinking it as an, well, ultra- what was the cost of that victory? Death for him, right? No, death for her. He lived. No, I mean, if he lost. He would have died. Oh, I guess, yeah, because he, he was going into battle. So he's just pretty much making like, well, at least it wasn't me. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty dumb. I mean, Abraham, God said to Abraham, kill your son just to see if he'd do it. Yeah. And he got all the way up to the point. He was like, whoa, don't actually do it. But then he did it to Jephthah. I like, like how that's when the people say, but there's so many other instances of God being like, yeah, cool, do it. Yeah, I want to see it right now. Yeah, you promised. Yeah, Let me fucking see exactly, that shit. Exactly that. So where was I? Um, I'm going to read that last line again, just so, uh, uh, oh Lord almighty, give me a son, blah, blah, blah. I, 
If you, do, if you don't forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life, and no razor will ever be used on his head. So that means what, Kyle? The promise of a guy that doesn't get his hair cut. A Nazarite. He's a Nazarite. Oh, Same as right. Samson, but that does not mean strength. I was trying not to say Samson. You were... I was trying not to say I made him strong. <laughs> I couldn't remember. You got very hung up on that before. Yeah. So... He's also a Nazarite, but he doesn't have superhuman strength. He gets a different force power. They all don't cut their hair, right? Nazarites do not cut their hair. Samson, that was the co- that was the source of his strength. Them and the American Indian. <laughs> As the Lord kept praying source to the of Lord. All their powers. And Indian Indians. That's what turbans are for. To really? To wrap up their super long Get hair. Get the fuck out of here. That's, they never cut their hair. They wrap it up in turbans. Indians? Yeah. That's Really? That's the reason. Huh? When, when, and when you actually know that, it that's why they have that goofy hat. Because you just have hair like way down past your ass, so they got to tie it up in there all the time. Does that still happen today? I believe. Yeah, I what? think most people that wear a turban have really long don't cut hair. Their, yeah. Huh. That actually makes a lot more sense than how stupid the hat looks. And then I imagine getting, you know, going home and taking the turban off feels so good. Oh hell yeah. You know, I if I wear my fucking Bible beaters toque all day, my hair like hurts. But if you're wrapping your hair, I already have traction Appalachia from putting my hair in a bun. <laughs> let alone wearing. I don't think they lose their hair. Like I don't think Indians lose their hair at the rate white people do, though. Could you imagine if you were bald under the turban and you're just fucking lying to everybody the whole time? Because natives don't. Oh, <laughs> you totally could. Another plus. Oh, I have a huge head of hair under here. I've been growing it my whole could life. Could you imagine? I think you're allowed to take it off when you're at home, right? Yeah, you must. So could you imagine bringing your girl? Shower, they don't shower in it. That's like the equivalent of like putting a banana in your pants and taking a girl home from the bar. <laughs> then you take it down. <laughs> She's assume, assuming a big, long, luscious head of hair. Do you often go to bald. the bar with bananas? Uh, cucumbers, usually. <laughs> <laughs> Just some produce. So uh, as she and kept that's, on- uh, that's rape by deception. That's okay. a new term I learned. When you trick a woman into oh, having sex r- with you. Isn't that everybody of all time? <laughs> yeah. That's the only way to not actually rape is to trick them. Yeah, it's rape by deception. Okay, so if you're going to take... Okay, okay, that... I'm going to push back on that one. If you're Unless dumb you're 100% enough... 100% honest about everything, that's rape. Okay, that's fucking retarded. Seriously. That is like so retarded. Like if you lie about your job, how much money you have... Because then they might have been gold digging What about you. makeup, you fucking lying whores? That's not what your face looks like. <laughs> That's a good point. What about fucking those push-up bras? What about those spanks, you lying sons of bitches? You... That is true. Oh. Huh, I never thought about that. It doesn't bother me. That shit doesn't bother me, by the way. But I did take home a girl once. It was Halloween. And I like weird-looking chicks with piercings and weird fucked-up hair and shit. And she's dressed like old-school uh, goth, like the old yeah. girdle... Like 19th century like corset? corset and shit, right? So she's wearing this corset, and we go back to her place, and whatever, clothes are coming off, and she's like, uh, Do you want, should I leave it on or take it off? And big mistake, I said, Take it off. Yeah. <laughs> I should have said, when she asked, realized that maybe. Leave it on was the answer. Yeah, that's that's a diff- and everything fell out. Dude, and all the proportions went raped- weird, and she had no tits anymore. Rape by deception. Dude. I did, yeah. That's some of the dumbest shit. If you're going to take away, I mean, obviously, you can't physically do that. But the only what? thing we have left, okay, there's like the hold down rape, which is awful. But if you're going to take <laughs> yes. away the only other tool we I have. Will, I will agree to that. The only, that only. On the all we have left is to trick them. <laughs> They're not going to fuck us for our who we actually are. Yeah, are you Jerking nuts? off three times a day. Are you nuts? That's craziness. That is, 
out to lunch. I've never even heard of that before. Are you kidding me? I mean, I've never heard the term rape by deception. I don't even think like if you actually imagine sitting there being such a victim being like this. There's there's a whole spectrum of everything, right? Obviously. Mm -hmm. So this term has a spectrum, too. Like lying, pretending you're someone you're not is part of it. But also part of it is the case of Brad Williams, the comic. Yeah. Just gotten a lot of shit. I heard about you see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about that? Not really. Okay, let's move on. It has nothing to do with the Bible. Um, Look up Brad Williams, me too, if you want to find out what happened. Um, his, the only thing I will say, I don't know anything about it. But I his, don't know either. I just saw that. Do you know his cover? He, he basically said, I made it all up as a joke. It wasn't funny. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It's clearly not a I, joke. I actually even haven't even seen the clip. I just. Okay, now I'm going to say it. The, <laughs> so Brad Williams goes on Getting Dug With High. Great podcast. Getting Dug With High. <laughs> yeah. That's what oh, it's called. That's what it's called. I thought you fucked it up. No. I'm an idiot. Doug Benson's podcast. Yeah, one yeah. of the one of the OGs. He sucks though. I like him. I think he's a shitty comic. I think he's a bad person. I think it's a great podcast. <laughs> okay. I think he doesn't defend other comedians. I think he's sucks. But it's weird to like shit on everyone and then only bang eight year old porn stars. That's all I'm saying. But That's awesome. The, <laughs> I know it is awesome. That's what he does. So he he's actually known for it. I mean, the, and I guess it's weed culture. We're getting sidetracked. It doesn't matter. Real quick, so Brad Williams—I don't know if anyone knows this—is a—he's a funny guy, midget, right? Yeah, very good comedian, midget. So like actual midget, actual actual midget. People yeah. call me a midget. I'm—I don't know seven. if he's a dwarf or not because I think he no, is. He's a midget. He's not a dwarf. Dwarves are proportional. Isn't he not proportional? No, he's got fucking big, thick, fat fingers. Uh, I thought he was proportional. Okay, it doesn't matter. So he's a midget, and he, he was touring with Carlos Mencia. They asked for a great Carlos Mencia story. He's like, I got one, and then Doug was like, You wouldn't mind. Carlos wouldn't mind you telling it. He's like, no. It's this crazy thing. Okay, we were touring on the bus, and this girl wanted to fuck Carlos so bad. So she blew the bus driver to get on the bus. And he's like, Carlos would never do it. He's a married man. He'd never do it. So he was like, I'll meet you in the bedroom, turn off all the lights. And then he sent me in. That's crazy. And it took her 15 minutes before she figured out she yeah, wasn't right. fucking Carlos. Yeah, Lanzia. right. Okay. <clears throat> okay, well, now that I know the story... There's no way you confuse a midget for a regular sized guy, even if all the lights are off. Yeah. Like, I, maybe he's got a regular sized dick, but even just feeling the arms, legs, torso, like. What if it was doggy style? She just, like, stood there, like, like no lights, and just, like, this is Carlos, everything I ever wanted. He's in not the pitch a big black. guy. Carlos? I find it hard to believe, too, the story. It's but I'm no trying sense. to make it, yeah, real, yeah. His 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 version was that never even happened. He made the whole thing up. Well, that could be, it could be. But that's um, what he's gonna. Now for. I know the story. I, that sounds made up. All right, so back to the Bible. <laughs> Wasn't here. that worth it? Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, as as she kept on praying, so she's praying, saying, you know. Also, I wanted to say, <laughs> if you give me a son, I promise him to you for his whole life. That she's not really risking. She's not giving anything up in this promise. In this transaction, this poor guy that's about to be born is just doomed to be a servant of God his whole life. She's just giving him up. Yeah, listen. Uh, if you give me a son, I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, isn't that cool? What do you even benefit then? She gets a son, <clears throat> and she gets to not be the old maid that can't have kids, which is, I guess, like a very serious burn. For women, like yeah, it is. It's always been. My grandma, she told me this. Like, it's a sincere story. She's like 19 years old on the Hutterite colony back in the day. 
Very religious community, obviously. Everyone's calling her an old maid at 19. And it's like crushing. All the like 15-year-olds that are married, 16-year-olds, whatever, are calling her like an old maid. Why wasn't she married? I'm curious. Uh, she was kind of a snob. Okay. She was, they, she was like high up in her side of the community, whatever. That's kind of, I mean, it's cool that she didn't. I don't know, go to their norms or whatever. It's not admirable. She's just, she was kind of a fucking <laughs> rich oh, snob back then. I thought it was for like high minded reasons. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, as she kept on praying, the Lord. My grandma's a lovely lady, especially now, but I heard when she was younger, bit of a cunt. <laughs> okay. So the story goes. As the Lord kept on praying, or sorry, as she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Weird. Hannah was praying in her heart. Eli? Eli the priest. Eli watched her watched her make the vow as to make it real. He observed her mouth. Wouldn't Han the God wouldn't God hear it either way? God would hear it either way. That's why when you think something, God knows it. God thinking is the mm. same as speaking to Just God. Thinking about boners right now. I know. That's why it's crazy. Is there anybody out there that's never had a fucked up thought? And no. God, there's. Could you imagine feeling guilty for them? Yeah. Well, I used to. <laughs> I mean, what was that like? There's some shot thoughts you should feel guilty for. Like what? Like bad. Like actual bad. Bill Burr's had this bit. Everyone. Yeah. Gets in a car and oh, thinks about course. running people over. You know. That's. I'm. You're not gonna fucking do it. I'm saying like like would it be nice if I could just turn the fucking wheel and just yeah. Do, 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 yeah. But there That's why we have Grand Theft Auto. But there's also the thoughts that you're like, uh, that's real bad. I shouldn't go down that road. Like continue to think Not really I've never really had <laughs> No. <laughs> Explain. Uh what the fuck do you think about where you're like, "Oh shit, I want to stop thinking about that." Does lot, that actually happen to you? Lots of stuff. Okay. <laughs> I don't even want to know. Um I don't want to know the demons that are they're mostly inside they're mostly self harm thoughts. If you really want to know, and then uh, you, just, that's you can't do that, right? Yeah. You, so ah shit, I think a lot of us have those. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. So she kept praying. Uh, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was praying in but her. Then you heart. go like, you know, it'd be sweet if I did it this way. <laughs> <laughs> How do I want people to find me? That's yeah. I've spent a lot of time. Um, Hannah was praying in her heart, but her lips were moving. And her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, that's kind of the theme of this podcast. But we got booze. We went all the way to the store. Yeah. I, I got in my car. There was a drinking song on the fucking Spotify. Eli thought she was drunk. Eli's getting her drunk now. Eli thought she was drunk. I mean, she's moving her mouth without speaking. That's fucking weird. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's in a church. Wouldn't you just assume she's praying if somebody's just in the... Do people move their mouth when they do that? Lots of times. I mean... People pray, yeah. Kyle's now mouthing it out. You can yeah. almost hear the whisper. I just had to. <laughs> if you're gonna do miming on a podcast, <laughs> I'm gonna describe. Dude, we, we have described audio video soon, for the visually so. impaired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eli thought she was drunk and said to her, "How long will you keep getting drunk? Get rid of your wine." I got to say, getting drunk in church it makes it bearable. Really? Oh yeah. There's a so. I mean, that makes anything fun though. In like five years ago, when I was completely not a Christian anymore, but I still had to go to church with my parents sometimes, I would mm -hmm. get, find the nearest liquor store and just like drink in the back of church and kind of like giggle to myself about how hilarious this all was. That's fun. And then there's 
Uh, That's so fun. Dude, if I could have a booth in church where no one could hear me mocking it and laughing my ass off, I'd have a great time. Dude, I was under the stage at um, one of the biggest anti-abortion rallies the United States ever had, the L.A. Coliseum, where the Rams play, sold out. I'm under the stage drinking four locals. Sold out? Or not sold out, packed to capacity. With people like, don't have abortions. Yeah. That is bizarre. I was under the stage drinking four locos. It's like some sound tech comes down there. I'm like, oh, hey, sorry. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, just pass the time. He's like, <laughs> how'd you get under there? I was backstage with my parents and I just was trying to find a place where oh. nobody was. So, cause the stage is like on gotcha. the field. Like, yeah. so I right. like, a, like a fucking rock show yeah. or Kevin Hart I, concert. Yeah. I literally crawled. Like that was the only place where nobody was. So I crawled under there and was like drinking for <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> like hilarious. A like a troll. Exactly. <laughs> So you can't fight your uh, you can't fight your. Uh, I had to be there all day, sometimes, and I, was, you know? I had nothing better to do. And then I drank like three of those things. I was pretty drunk. They had so much fucking caffeine in them. Yeah, was, they were they're a bad idea. Well, yeah, then I couldn't like speak normally <laughs> after four. Yeah, you're never like supposed to do four or four loco. They're like a liter. Yeah. Wait, I was there all day. Of like nine percent alcohol. So I tried to like play it off, and, and eight cups of coffee. Everybody each. knew I was drunk, and then I was in the elevator with Katy Perry's dad, and he was what? Like, oh yeah, because she's famous Christian. Yeah, and he's. Just, Are you kidding me? Yeah. God, uh, you lived a weird life. I was man. like, well, I didn't know who this guy was. He's just an old guy with these like leather pants and like. He's like, dressed like, like he's a, a young rock star, like a full on like yeah. like native like like feathered wooden shirt type thing and i was like sweet outfit dude <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy fuck every fuck justin bieber's dad fuck everyone where their where well, kid was, becomes famous was, and then they go now i have to dress like a rock star so i was like busted his balls and everybody else the else sorry everybody else in the elevator is like laughing and giggling and i'm playing to them right yeah i'm like that's so funny and he's kind of like ha ha cool and then, so he gets off and everyone's like that was katie perry's dad and i was like what <laughs> That's a great fucking story. And then I was like, you guys are full of shit. I didn't believe mm. them. And then I met him later. And I was like, oh, that is Katy Perry's dad. You met him later too? Well, because my mom is friends with Katy Perry's mom. Or maybe not friends with, but acquaintances of. They go out for dinner. I want to meet Katy Perry. I don't know if I can pull that. I don't think I could meet Katy Perry. I think one of us should, if we can Anyways, I shouldn't be name dropping on the podcast anyways. That's awesome. I think that's supposed to be like confidential. No, it's fine. Here's why. Because people who listen don't even understand. I try to explain it to them and you will never talk about it. How fucking famous your mom is. It's it's less fame and more like It's fame within the church. Yeah, she's famous in the church, but That's what I mean. But she rolls with fucking super famous. That's what people. I mean. Because like, they're famous by proxy. She's but famous they, within they the church. They also like don't want. They're like don't tell anybody that I secretly believe all this nonsense because I have well, obviously. Yeah. Well, Kaylee, Katy Perry's out in the open about that. By the way, oh, she's insane. She was a also. gospel singer first. Yeah, or I mean, uh, she was a, a religious rock singer. What is that called? Christian rock worship leader. She was Christian rock first. Really? Before she turned over then to she mainstream. A girl. Yeah, isn't that weird to go from that to getting your tits out? I mean, not she's really. Great tits though. Not really. It's like. Basically, the old story of beware the preacher's daughter. Really? Any suppressed girls are, or not any, but many. That's a, a classic trope. Beware the teacher, the, the preacher's, preacher's daughter. daughter. Yeah, they're whores. Really? I guess that's with anyone repressed. Yeah. 
They do I, fucked up shit. Like you and your, not, you and your brothers. I mean, my brother. I mean, I didn't say you're whores, but you one, guys are fucking nutcases. Yeah, but that's you're pissing your own mouth. Well, that's one way to go. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Sometimes they just become nuns and stay in church their whole life. It's easier for dudes or to go mental just, and punch the walls, and it's easier for girls to open their legs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so Eli thinks she's drunk, and he says, "Get rid of your wine." And which he's not. She's like, "I'm drunk with the semen of the Lord." In fact. Not so, my lord. Uh, um, there's nothing more annoying than fucking people acting. There's a thing called drunk in the Holy Spirit, which happens to the disciples. I've seen that. It happens to the disciples later, and then like people at church like start acting goofy and silly and pretending they're drunk in the spirit. And it's like watching an improv group try and like <laughs> pretend. All right, everyone pretend to do cocaine, and they've never done any drugs in their lives. So yeah, they're all like pretending to be goofy, and they like feed off it, off each other. Yeah. And if you're not feeling it, which I was, I was like, this is dumb. I don't feel anything. <laughs> like you guys are acting. They're like, you don't feel it. Bless them. <sighs> they like blow on you and stuff. Yeah, like the wind of the Lord and all this shit. It's like when you're. It's really dumb. No, it's like when you're 14 and you have one beer or like you have three sips of a beer and you think you're drunk. Thus, I drink four locos under the stage. And I'm like, I'm drunk in the spirit too. <laughs> that would be a hilarious excuse. I'd you happen- use that all the time. That happened to me on a cruise. I went with and everyone's like playing cards. They're all like laughing and shit. And I was like, what's going on? They're like, we're drunk in the spirit. And I was like, well, I'm actually drunk. So I'll hang out with you guys. <laughs> what a great ex- religious excuse. What could your mom say? Uh, any kids? Any kids listening to us thinking how to how, thinking about how to get oh, away with getting drunk, work. coming home that drunk? That would never fucking work. I'm drunk with the spirit. Yeah, vodka's the spirit. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. It works both ways. You reek of alcohol. It doesn't work that both ways. And drunk- how does it not? <sighs> it's a, it's a double entendre. Number one. I'm just saying, no one would believe you, and it wouldn't work as a real excuse. Why couldn't you use that? So people can pretend to be drunk. But they can't actually be? Well, number one, my teeth were probably bright red fruit punch for loco. Number two, I probably reeked like booze. Number three, there's drunk drunk and there's drunk in the spirit drunk. You're slurring your words. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking sh- shit fuck. I'm shit faced for, <laughs> yeah. for the spirit. I'm shit faced in the spirit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't fly. I'm fucking, I'm fucking coked out for the spirit. Dude. I'm fucking wired. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking. I'm facing. Are your hands doing this for the spirit? Oh, yeah. my, oh, my jaw's doing this thing for the spirit. I'm foaming at the mouth for the spirit. So, anyways, Eli says to her, "Get rid of your wine." Verse fifteen. Not so, my lord. Hannah replied, "I am a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to the See, Lord." Exact opposite thing of what troubled people do. Sometimes, Kyle. Sometimes some people are mature enough to meet reality no, head on. No, they're not. Um, some people take it to church and pour out their soul for the Lord, like like uh, Hannah. Do not take your servant for a wicked woman. I have been praying here out of my great anguish and grief. Eli answered, "Go in peace, and may God of Israel grant you what you have asked of Him." She said, "May your servant find favor in your eyes." Then she went away and ate something, and her face was no longer downcast. Sounds like she's trying to sober up. She went away and ate something. Ate felt, a loaf of bread. Felt a little bit better. Came back. Her tongue was less red than it was before. Early the next morning, she had a terrible hangover. No. <laughs> <laughs> I 
got a hangover for the spirit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Spirits is <laughs> really weighing on my, on my soul right now. Early the next morning, they arose and worshipped before the Lord and went back to their home at Ramah. El- God, it'd be weird to wake up with other people who are drunk for the spirit, you know? I blacked out uh, in the spirit I last night. for the spirit last night. What did I say in church? I blacked out in the spirit. Dude, I don't know. I've been shitting weird. I think the spirit fucked my ass last night. <laughs> I think I blacked out for the spirit. Does anyone remember what I did? Oh, man. Like, ah, I was drinking for the spirit, too. <laughs> Uh, so in the course of time, uh, sorry, Elkna went and lay with his wife, and the Lord remembered her. There's God just like remembering. Oh fuck, there's that girl. I think it's got to be a word that doesn't exist. I I, I looked this up actually Probably. today. Ancient Hebrew, 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 Hebrew. Silent age. I'm, I'm French now. Um, ancient Hebrew only had eight thousand words, which doesn't sound like a lot. Like, no, I feel like I've had to write essays that long. Well, English has the one of the most, doesn't it? Yeah, so five, modern English, according to Wikipedia, has just over 500,000. Korean has over a million. Wow. A lot of technical words, though. So I think they have the Korean language and then, like, you know, what all the chemicals are in English. Shit like that. That's fine. We Those have are, them in English, very, too. Very boring. Um, my point is, ancient Hebrew, 8,000 words. So there's not a lot, like... The translation becomes difficult. It's it's one of those languages where you're just it's how you emphasize yeah, certain so, things. So you the say. Lord remembered her. It's all, but it's funny that it's written that way to me because it's like it's funny to just take everything as a euphemism of the Bible now. Well, knowing that the Lord remembered her. Well, what you hear all the time is God's watching over you nonstop, yeah. and time and time again, it's like God has to get reminded. The angels have to tell him what's going on. He's like never paying attention. No, he's not watching everything at all times. And then, like a th- where did the where the fuck did people get that from? Does it say that? Um, he made the heavens and the earth. He knows everything that you do. He knows all he your doesn't. actions. It- That's Santa you're thinking of. Because <laughs> so far, I haven't fucking read that once. Uh, he, you know, it's it's said that God knows everything that you've done before. Where did it say that in Genesis? Oh, yeah. And he knows your path. He knows your path. How does he know your future but not your present? Isn't I mean, that fucking bizarre? He does know your present. No, he doesn't. He just had to remember it. That, that's what he I'm saying. He had to be aware. He had to be aware of Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what by... I'm saying. It's a contradiction that's <clears throat> all throughout the Bible. This, yeah. He's supposedly knowing everything but always getting reminded or like, oh yeah, some angels tell him. He's like, oh, I didn't know about the that. The only plausible explanation is he can see. He pretended. Doesn't give a shit. No, he pretended he didn't know what Sodom and Gomorrah was the whole time because he was into it. You know, <laughs> that's the only explanation that makes sense. I mean, and then when he was alerted with, he went, "Oh fuck!" It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, I didn't fucking see that. I, I, I better should... put a stop to it now. That's bad because I said it was right. Oh, fuck. Just like every preacher he actually... saying that being gay is wrong and then end up like being fucking gay. in bathroom stalls. I know Ted Haggard. It's the same thing. Ted Haggard's a classic one. Um, look that guy up. That's one of that's the, the like I think the biggest Ted fall, from, fall from grace in my lifetime. Yeah, he was like you know focus on the family. He was one of those guys that was like the the family unit, strong marriage, like you know two kids and a dog type deal. And he's doing math. I think that hookers. does have a lot of benefit though. But I mean, no, sure. Yeah. But the point is that it, that was his whole message. Yeah. was like Christianity, conservative. You know, family, and he's doing meth and fucking gay guys every town he went to for years. <laughs> yeah. I, you can't fight biology, I guess. Uh, you know, 
biology. Gay people are fighting biology. I, why? They should. If it was genetic, they would. They'd be bred out, dude. Oh. <laughs> That's what Christian. I've heard argument. that before, but it's not even a good argument because there's a lot of traits we have in our uh, that have been passed down through evolution yeah. that just come along with other things yeah. that are beneficial. Yeah. And, and the, not every single evolutionary trait is beneficial. No. It's that's just like there's yeah it mutations, happenstance, Down yeah. syndrome. You know. Yeah, but we just throw those over the cliff or my, whatever. Okay, so my point is there, there, there would never be another Down syndrome people if Down syndrome people weren't fucking. But that's a genetic mutation. It's different than an evolutionary trait. The, the gay, the Christians say about the gays. What I'm trying to say is being gay is wrong. Kyle's <laughs> <laughs> eyebrows are jumping off his face. No, but I'm saying it's a dumb argument. Uh, whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah, I agree. I know. Yeah. So how do we agree and both feel bad about it? I, I feel good. I feel, I feel like I won again, just like I convinced you to kill a puppy. So do not take your servant. The Lord remembered her. Also, I mean, a point we've made already before, but if God, if you were going to give us the key to eternal salvation, could you do it in a language of more than 8,000 words and be a little bit more specific, especially if my soul's riding on this? No, it's the way he said it, though. Yeah. You know? It's the way he said it. <laughs> Eli, You're reading it wrong. <laughs> Eli answered, go in peace. And made that's, a, a, that's the thing about the Bible. I don't know if you know this, but you can enunciate whatever you want. Mm. So you can make it seem sarcastic. Go! You can just read it however the fuck you want. And may the Lord of Israel grant you what you have asked of him. <laughs> See, now he's being she sassy. She said, may the servant find favor in your face fucking eyes or it's like may the servant find favor in your eyes i may guess the servant find favor in your eyes i guess you idiot <laughs> <laughs> then she went away and ate something oh we already read this early yeah. the next morning they arose and worshiped before the lord and went back to their home at ramah elkanah lay with his wife and the lord remembered her so in the course of time hannah conceived and gave birth to a son she named him samuel saying because i asked the lord for him uh, is there dudes that shoot blanks what do you mean in, in the, the Bible? Bible? No, that's it's always the woman's problem. Yeah, <laughs> she was barren. It's all. I don't think it ever. What if you have? Does one guy have like six barren wives? Because <laughs> he just keeps trying. You know, fuck this one's broken too, that's, boys. That's funny. I should look that up. Um, no, I, not to my knowledge. Because there's no way there wasn't dudes that shot. Blacks. I know, of course, yeah. but it's always blamed on the girl. Of course, because it's the Bible. Because it's world history. And you blame your dog for not fetching. You don't blame yourself. I, right? I, we, we shit on the Bible a lot, which is actually way more progressive than a lot of places, especially in how they treated women. But it's still terrible. It's just like if you're going to be. Well, I don't mind it. It's just funnier. Yeah. Here's the problem. I, I don't. I don't. I look through history in the lens of the time. I try to at least and judge and people lens for of that. My, our time or no, no, the no. time they the lived time in? The time they lived in. But God didn't write that history. What do you mean? You know what I mean? What do you mean? What I'm saying is when I look through history, when I hear stories about how people acted back then, yeah. I'm like, okay, that was their own morality yeah. making those decisions. Yeah. No, yeah. It wasn't a book yeah. of... Uh, this is the way you should live your life. For yeah, eternity. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't God's words of how, That's why how we, everything we should be for all time. To a way higher standard. It is. But Sh Christians... Obviously, it should be. It's the book. But Christians always default back to, it's how it was back then. I don't give a fuck. I know. I know. We're on the same side. It's just incredibly annoying that they play you know that the way they argue it and so they uh named him samuel hannah dedicates samuel when a man sorry sorry that's okay just pause 
All right, uh, we're back. We had a little spill. Everything's uh, fine. I managed to knock over a full glass of water and Almost hit none of the electronics. It went right in between. Yeah, pretty happy about it. Um, so one beer in. See, this is why I shouldn't drink. One beer in, and I'm fucking shit faced, <laughs> knocking over shit. When the man Elkna went up with all his family to offer the annual sacrifice to the Lord and fulfill his vow, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, "After the boy is weaned, I will take him." And present him before the Lord, and he will live there always. Man, that fucking sucks. Imagine your mom promised you to God, and then you just had to live in church. For the rest of your life. Yeah. Now you're an altar boy? Yeah. You know what your life is going to be like. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not going to open more shit. Fuck, I just licked this beer 6.5%. I haven't drank in in over a week. Um, I might be hammered. So, verse 23. I couldn't imagine that, though. Getting like promised. you're born, right? You're a kid. What time do you get given over? Once he's weaned, so like as one a and fucking a half, baby, two two years old. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. So you don't know any better. You don't know any, what's the point of just as, at that. She doesn't even have a kid. It's really she weird. just gets to say, "Hey, I'm not barren." Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Some people call her whatever they called barren chicks back then. I don't. I don't know a single slur. I'm sure there is. I was trying to think of if I knew one. I don't know any. Old maid. Yeah, that's not, that's not what a, I was going to say, but that's not it, I don't think. That's just someone who doesn't have a husband. Uh, so do what seems best to you, Elkna, told, Elkna, her husband, told her. Stay here until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord make good his word. Um, there's a note what? that says, the, uh, or your word. So either the Lord has to keep his promise or you have to keep your promise. What does that mean? Or stay only may the Lord make good his word. And then it says either or your word. So I don't understand. I'm sorry for wasting everybody's time. So the woman stayed at home and nursed her son until she had weaned him. After he was weaned, he took the boy or sorry. She took the boy with her young as he was along with a three-year-old bull, an ephah of flour and a skin of wine and brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh. When they had slaughtered the bull, they brought him to the boy, or sorry, they brought the boy to Eli, and she said to him, As surely as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. I prayed for this child, and the Lord granted me what I have asked him. So now I give him to the Lord. For his whole life he will be given over to the Lord, and he worshiped the Lord there. For the Lord. For the Lord. And that's uh, chapter one. And that's the most lords uh, the Lord God could fit in one sentence. So Samuel, yeah, Samuel becomes the, basically, consider Samuel Merlin. He's the magician that David and Saul have. He's like the wise man in the king's court. He does a few miracles, but he mostly just gives advice. So this is like the backstory of Samuel. Um, A little thing that's not coming up for probably a few weeks, but I've decided to, my this is actually my dad's idea. Um, the book of Psalms was supposedly written by David. They think that he wrote some of them, but not all of them. The point is, um, it's very, it's like poetry. It's 150 chapters long. It's a big, big ass kind of boring book of the Bible. And my dad recommended that I read the Psalms that coincide with the stories. So I read a book about, you know, David's, you know, fight with Saul, and then we'll read those psalms. So as the book of Samuel comes along, it's a great idea. We're going to read the psalms as they happened in David's life. So they're going to be out of order, but they will at least be relevant to the text we just read. 
And I think the first Psalm comes around like Samuel 18. So that's so, way better. Yeah. So we won't, at least we'll have some context to yes, what it, the exactly. fuck it's talking about. And it's, and it won't just be Psalm after Psalm. 150 of them. <laughs> yeah. That'd be unbearable. There's 150 or 151 Psalms. It's the longest book of the Bible. That's a great idea. So we won't be reading the Psalms in order. We will be adding them to Sam. Uh, Your dad Sam. should uh, take those good ideas and say them in person on the podcast instead of being too scared to come on. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you could, you got to talk to him yourself. But yeah, he, man, he knows that he, he has to. My mom is perfectly okay with saying God fed children to bears because they deserved that, it. Well, because he knows that's crazy talk. Yeah. So he has. So what's he going to do, though? He has to just say, I mean, he has to go with the different time argument and with, like, God can do no wrong. Well, we, we, yeah, we so, can crush that argument. Well, we can't really refute it. Yes, we, we can. No, you can't. The different time thing? I mean, we have refuted it. What I the meant, different time thing is easily refuted. No, God can do no wrong is you can't refute it, but then you no, just you can't. You worship a shitty God. Yeah. Your God advocates genocide. God, by definition, can't do wrong because he decides what's moral. I don't have a problem with that. It's just that you have to morally inside yourself realize all those things that you think, oh, my God, that shouldn't happen. He wants it to happen. Yeah. And he's right. You're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Chernobyl blowing up. All those people died. That's good. God wanted that. It's not necessarily the same. Okay, fine. Everything that happened in the Bible, maybe not for eternity, doesn't have to be that. Well, a natural disaster, which (laughs) Chernobyl kind of was. It was, yeah. But the ones where it's genocide, where you people kill those people, that's way worse. That is way worse. You're right. And and the women and the children and burn all their stuff because that's what I want because I'm God and that's right. I just got always come from like the opinion that God creates natural disasters, but he doesn't. He lets them well, happen, I guess. Again, that's very annoying and dumb, too. Like, th- th- Well, he gets credit for all the good shit that happens in people's lives. But none of the bad, well, like we talk about Because we live in a fallen world because Adam and Eve sinned, and so yeah. th- there has to be that. But it still doesn't make sense. Why does he get credit for the good shit the, if we the, live in a fallen world? I, I know. The best book about this, I've said this before, is The Problem of Pain by C.S. Lewis. I recommend anybody that's curious. that it, it seeks to answer the question, why do bad things happen to good people? And it's the best argument from the Christian side I've heard about what we're talking I about. I would love to hear it. I can summarize because I'm not saying I have. It's uh, a short the, book. The default it's argument. Like, it's like a maybe 80 pages. Like you could read it in a sitting. Oh, okay, but he, oh, that would take me about a week. He, but well, he takes you through in order for the like the world to like physics to exist, like heat and cold and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like we need to have pain receptors. So yeah. That we, so that needs to happen, and then he like walks you through. Um, one step at a time till you get where you're at. I get that yeah. argument. Yeah. And like, you know, not all pain is bad. Like I understand. I understand the argument. And now. then he goes through the different types of love, like a parent's but, love for his kid. But if God was designing a humanity. Yeah, it's I why did he use pain as You the, have to read the book. I understand yeah. it. I understand the idea is people who live with people without pain receptors live a horrible life. Yeah. Because they break their bones and shit and they don't know when they I think did. that's what leprosy is. Really? Yeah. So what happens? But God, being a God, could have created a way to detect that. Just mm. like we do, just like the know that I'm touching something with my finger right now. That's not painful. Yeah. God, being a God, could have created a way to detect whether we broke our bones or touching something hot without making it hurt. The idea, the like central to 
Christianity is the free will thing. Sure. So, I don't know how that imposes well on free will at all. It does. Well, it does because if everything's good all the time, you have to choose between a good or a bad. That's all. Always like a that's not that a requirement of free will. In Christianity, it is. In Christianity, free will is imp- Christianity does not work without free will, which is why I'm I hard enough so hard on God hardening people's hearts in the Bible. But free will just has to have choices, not necessarily bad choices. Okay, so then the next step of that is if there aren't bad choices, like there needs to be. For Christianity to work again, I'm not talking about in the perfect construction of a perfect universe. I guess anytime there's choices, if, if, there's going to be a varying degree of them. But my point is, how come they have to be so fucking bad? Well, yeah. Why couldn't the worst thing that happened to me in my whole life be stubbing my toe if I make a bad choice and or everything live, feel good all the yeah, time? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and then I go, I didn't like that. That hurt for like 15 seconds, <laughs> an eternity, really. Yeah. Because what's the difference? I mean. It, if everything feels good all the time, how do you know it feels good? It doesn't. I stubbed my toe. That you hurt. Need, you need contrast. Yeah, I stubbed my toe. That hurt. I'm going you know, around in circles. But what if I'm one of those guys that likes, I stub my toe and I was like, oh, that feels good. And then I keep stubbing my toe and I'm one of those guys with lines all over my feet because I keep on <laughs> stubbing my toe. Over and over again. I don't know if one of those guys exists, Kyle. <laughs> it's a very specific. Not with toes. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got an email. Oh. Guess I... who's back, baby? Who? Uh, Keith. Keith. Keith is back. He's back. Keith sent a few emails. One was, I'm not going to read, but he gave us a, a lot of them actually, but he gave us one that uh, he wants to debate some people. We're not going to do that. There was We're not going to go on their show and debate them, There was a guy, but they can come on our show. Was that the guy that they us. sent us last time? No, there's been a few. People send us these all the time. Because I listened to two episodes of a podcast of a guy that was oh, just no, a it's not that guy. Lunatic. It's not that guy. No. That guy was a raving lunatic. <laughs> this is, these are different guys. It doesn't matter. So Keith goes on to say, so his title is about Jephta sacrificing his daughter, okay. which is perfect because we were just talking about that. I think I read your Reddit post on this. It's probably the same. I have the same trouble. Reddit slash R slash Bible beaters. Bible beaters with there's, an S. There's like three that's members. You know the right one. It's me, Kyle, and Keith, I think, who's the moderator. I don't go on there. No, we, it's the OG who created it. doesn't it. matter. It's, uh, Just read the fucking... What's his name? Who cares? Jeff. Jeff. Jeff and Keith. Yeah. Are... I have the same trouble with this particular passage as you do, okay. though I totally disagree with you on one point. Okay. You repeatedly claim that Jephthah's daughter was burned alive. Oh, yeah, I, I keep saying that. I won't dispute you that she was sacrificed, although most experts I've read on the passage claim it was debatable the daughter actually was sacrificed at all. Okay, so, well, the Bible says that she was. So Does it say she was burned alive specifically? No, it doesn't. It says she was uh, a grain offering, but... Uh, it says she was a grain offering? No, she was a peace offering. Let's find, let's find, the, let's find the page. You read that, I'll find it. My objection is that even in a burnt offering, as outlined in Leviticus, the animal to be sacrificed was killed first. So he's just the semantics, really, of how much she I was did, tortured before I she was pur- dead. Yeah, you're right. I on purpose did that to make it seem worse. I always just assumed if you're going to burn somebody, why would you kill them first? Jephthah would have slit his daughter's throat first, then burned her carcass. <laughs> Sorry. But that is just, yeah. I think he is right, by the way. 
Okay, so Jeff Doe went over. Uh, he did to her. Okay, From what so I remember. Here it is. Um, so she asked to go, give me two months in the hills where I will weep. You may go, he said, and he let her go for two months. And she and the girls went into the hills and wept because she would never marry. After two months, she returned to her father, and he did to her as he had vowed, and she was a virgin. So he might have slit her throat first. I did, I did on purpose do that to make it worse. Yeah. But, okay, he slit her throat first. He, we don't know that. He could have. Well, he's actually right that the practice is to kill the animal, bleed it oh, out, really? and burn it. Yeah. That's oh, why okay. they have the bulls, to catch all the right. blood. Okay, so he is right. You know what's funny? It's funny to go, no, no. He killed his daughter. No, that happened. Oh, yeah, he slit her throat. But he didn't burn her alive. I'll, I'll concede. I always say burned alive just to make... I, gr- granted, you caught me. To make the story worse. But he did burn his daughter. No, he killed her. Yeah, he, he killed mur- her. He, he, he killed murdered her. his daughter. I will sacrifice it as a burnt offering. So, yeah. I, he is right, though. Sure. And he did say it fucked with him. And he got you. Okay, you're right. I'm wrong. He got you, I son concede. of a bitch. I concede. It's just a whole... He's not even. I don't even think he's defending the point because off the top he went, I don't agree with this at all. Yeah, but it's just funny if he was defending it to be like, no, 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 he didn't burn her alive. He had mercy on his young daughter that did nothing wrong and slit her throat first. (laughs) Just (laughs) so crazy. Just it's only a slightly bit less awful. Just a touch. It is not as bad as burning her alive. It is like everything's a spectrum, but. At the end of the day, she's still dead. Doesn't yeah. matter how she died. She died in her father's hand. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bad. Then burned her alive. It it is gruesome, but not as horrifying as being burned alive, which I agree with. Although another troubling part I ids the use it's the use of the term is it's just a spelling mistake, dude. Ids is a word though, isn't it? IDS? Doesn't matter. Know. Another troubling part is the use of the term spirit of God that came to Jephthah. Yeah. You claim it was the spirit that led to the vow. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. I know. I've had this argument with other Christians. Fine. What do you, what, what do you think? When the spirit is mentioned, it's related to his travels through the countries listed. I'll read the exact passage. I Let have me finish this first. And then it doesn't say that the spirit told him to vow or what to vow. <clears throat> I may be wrong, but the way I read it is the spirit only facilitated his travel to the battleground. Jephthah made his vow on his own, a stupid vow, but he came up with the idea and the conditions for it on his own. So, yeah, this is, that's, a, that's a defense that I've heard Christians say. Um, the reason that I say that the God did it is because other times when the spirit of the Lord comes upon people like Samson or David or Saul, who became Paul, yeah. or the Spirit of the Lord comes upon them, and then they do great things, yeah. or they do, do stuff. So with the Spirit of the Lord, that I've, I take that to mean that God is guiding, slash, either like a puppet guiding or fully controlling all of your actions. I'll read the passage. But didn't the Spirit, I was just going to say, didn't it come over him and then he so made the vow? The spirit. So I'll read the. This is the king of Ammon. However, paid no attention to the message Jephthah had sent him. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah. He crossed Gilead and Massonay and passed through Mizpah and Gilead, and from there he advanced on the Ammonites. And Jephthah made a vow to the Lord. So 
this is the same paragraph, so it's not a new thing. Yep. So when I argue with Christians, specifically my mom, they go, the spirit of the Lord came on Jephthah, and he did that, and then he made this vow separately. But it's in the same paragraph. So, and the spirit of the Lord came upon him. He moved through those things against the Ammonites, and Jephthah made a vow to the Lord. If you give the Ammonites into my hand, whatever comes out of the door of my house to meet me when I return in triumph. I see their point. From <clears throat> the Ammonites will it's be the Lord's. just semantics. Yeah. You'll never know. There's no right answer. You can read it one of two ways. So I happen to agree with you. Okay, but let's remember that God, after he made this vow, gave him the Ammonites in his hand. Yeah. So it was kind of a quid pro quo, you could say. Yeah. And second of all, God didn't stop him like he did with Abraham. God was like, burn that fucking chick. I want to see it, right? You're right. All right, cut her throat first. So... Keith, you're right. Thank you for holding me in check. I did exaggerate that she was burned alive, and it could be debatable that God told him to do that. However, I think, I don't know. I re- that's my case, is the fact that the Spirit of the Lord came on him, and then he did those things, and God didn't tell him to stop. It's weird to only separate the having the Spirit of the Lord with an and. That's their argument. Well, is because he said and... And that no longer the spirit of the Lord is with him, which does not, that does not mean that. I think it means that because th- it's not and in a new paragraph. No, I think it means what you're saying. Yeah. I think the and doesn't separate the two actions. Well, you can choose to read things however you want. Well, in the Bible sometimes, but- like how many times have we re- go, like, you know, and Abraham did all this stuff. He buried his wife. Abraham then went to Moab. So it's like it's 30 years have passed between paragraphs. Yeah. You know, that happens a lot. Of th- but this is the same, like, Basically, it could be the same sentence. They Read put it one period. more time. There's a period in it. You're not supposed to start sentences, sentences with conjunctions. Oh, there's Jephthah. a period before and? Yeah, so the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah. He crossed Gilead and Mastanae and passed through Mizpah of Gilead, and from there he advanced to the Ammonites, period. And Jephthah made a vow to the Lord. If you give the Ammonites into my hand, whatever comes out of the door of my house to meet me when I am returned in triumph. God. Okay, also... If God is in control of the whole universe, couldn't he have made something else come out that door? Yeah, he could have. I mean, if you choose to believe that God's just an observer of humanity. And if he was just recently occupying his body with the spirit of the Lord, could he have not changed his words? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you know, like I take that to read the spirit of the Lord came on him. I'm going to do my best. He advanced on his enemies and right before battle, still under the spirit of the Lord, he said, let's double down. That's exactly what I think happened. The, the lottery sacrifice, whatever comes out the door. What a dumb thing to say. I'll kill my maid. Yeah. I mean, I will burn that goat. I'll burn all my goats. When, when I return in triumph, like, there's yeah. so many things you could say. Yeah, it's a dumb vow. The only reason the vow exists and has more merit is because it might be your wife or daughter. Yeah. And that's a higher sacrifice. He's hoping it's his wife. <laughs> we did that before. But it's a higher sacrifice, you know? Yeah. That's why he said it, presumably. So you'd be like, I'll kill a goat. That's and, not the same. Okay, so let's <clears throat> let's play let's play uh devil's avocado. I concede let's imagine I concede all points. He killed her first and it was his own vow and had nothing sure. to do with God. God's already done enough terrible shit. Straight up, the wives of the Benjamites from last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. That's just, that's worse, right? Yeah. Those are all Israelites. Kill their women. Kill their families. Take the daughters. You know. That... I, don't mi- I don't mind Nate picking a sentence, though. Yeah. It's my wheelhouse. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's good to keep me in check. So. All right. You got one more point. Getting back to the actual sacrifice. The answer I got 
was that it wasn't his daughter that was sacrificed. From who who gave who, this Yeah, I don't know. It literally says it was her, so... The explanation goes that it was her virginity that was sacrificed? No. No. So she was raped. <laughs> she might not... I like how it's de-escalated from maybe she he was didn't burned burn alive. alive. He just raped her and moved on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He goes crazy, I know. That means that she would remain a perpetual virgin? Never be allowed to marry, no kids, no descendants of Jephthah. It says she returned to her father and he did to her as he had vowed. So yeah. he fucking burnt sacrificed her. Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah, that's bullshit. Whoever he doesn't even say where he got it from. I don't know how people come to that explanation. Oh. From the biblical account, it's not really clear at all. It is clear. In the support for that argument. He's saying for oh, the yeah, argument yeah. he just said. Maybe people want to put the best spin on it. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what they exactly want. Exactly that. Yeah. I mean, reasonable. The whole email is very reasonable. Really not Keith. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very un-Keith email. It's too reasonable. Give me that. Keith, here's what I want from you. I don't want this reasonable, the, the origin logical of the shit. I want four people fucked three times and created every race on the earth. I want that shit again. That is my favorite shit. The origin of the species. I don't want this fucking reasonable... <laughs> debate measure <laughs> line by line analysis yeah i don't want that i want there wasn't a black person until three beige people fucked <laughs> that's what i want <laughs> three beige make a black <laughs> oh, oh fuck me he said if i find something more than wishful thinking on i'll let you know i mean you won't there's nothing more all you right. can only go from the words in the text. I've been corrected. So, Kyle, what'd you learn today? Oh, what did I learn? I learned that God is merciful. I How, learned that. When did he's, you learn that? Uh, what part uh, taught you that? When I wasn't listening to you. Oh, yeah. That's just the, what I inferred. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I can't remember. I can't remember anything. I don't even know why you asked me anymore. I have like two. That's how I end the podcast. Five percent beers. I you just know, go, having... what you learn today? You say nothing, and then you go on to say some bit shit that you learned, yeah. and then we go, you know, give us five star reviews, but honest reviews. I yeah, say go on honest. iTunes. We don't. We haven't done that in a while, and we it do does it every week. It does fucking help. Go we on do, iTunes. We do it every week. Give us a five star review. No, give us an subscribe. Okay, take your friend's phone. Go on their podcast give app. Give another honest subscribe. review. Okay, yeah, subscribe. Okay, but honestly, no, no, no. Wait for them to give the review. Okay, don't give us five. Give an honest five-star review. <laughs> honest five-star. Give an honest five-star review across the board. But give a review that would be helpful to somebody that's never heard it before. If you give us a one-star review and you're still listening to the podcast, I don't know. That's douchey. But do it. If you want, I mean, go for it. I don't give a shit. One star. Anymore, I I'm going to, on Caleb's side. Give I us one-star reviews. But <laughs> Go and give us ironic one-star reviews. So bring our rating down, ironically, no, no, and then no, no, Caleb no. will finally win. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. that's not fun? Okay. I just want the yep. truth, Kyle. Okay. So I want yep. you to say whatever you actually think about the podcast. But if you're giving us one-star reviews, I'd like some constructive criticism, you know? Yeah. Like I've listened to 98 episodes, and I think you guys suck. Well, then I would say, if you listen to 98 and you give us one star, then you're a fucking moron, because you wasted over 100 hours of your life. Also, that's hilarious, though. <laughs> if you do that, I respect it. Somehow, I respect it. Out of spite? Just to hate us. Kyle does a lot of things out of spite. I do. <laughs> Not a lot, but some. 
<laughs> do do some. What would you say is your biggest motivator? Spite. Yeah, for sure. Spite. <laughs> Top three. Top three at least. My happiness is way down there. Slighting the people that haven't even that wronged me and don't even know it. That's number one. <laughs> All right, you guys can find us at Canada Comedy. You've already found us. You're, t- you're telling people that are already listening. Yeah, but where they have to, to tell us. people. I get asked that all the time. Where do I tell people to go? People can't use podcast apps. Go to your fucking any podcast app. Go to Spotify anywhere. Bible beaters. We I, should make our own app. Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of. It's a lot of development. So you could get it from the guy app. that doesn't do any of the technical side. We should make our we, own app. No, you should make an app. <laughs> yeah, and then we could just sell promote the app. Find us on Instagram. I think it's Bible beaters without Bible beaters. I don't actually know. (laughs) Bye.